The Bible tells us that when we are saved, there are a couple of things that happen. We are transformed and God begins to work in our lives to change us. The Bible says that the inner man is being renewed day by day. There's things that happen immediately and there's things that happen over time, the sanctification work of God in our lives. Today, I wanna to talk about how God changes us when we are saved. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. The Bible talks about us being transformed when we're saved. For example, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things pass away and all things become new. If any man is in Christ, that's when we invite him in, we receive him and we are now in him, all things become new. Old things pass away. No longer are we to focus on the things we did that were good or the things that we did that were bad, but God transforms us. The Bible also says in Romans 12, 2, not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we can prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. The world around us has a conforming power. And if we take time to look at it, we can see that our cultures conform us. And it's been that way in every culture in the existence of the world. And in order to be transformed so we can discover the truth of God in whatever time or culture we're in, we need to transform our minds by looking at the things of God, by finding out the truth, by living for Him. So we want our lives to be transformed. Let's take a look at what this transformation looks like. I've broken this up into three parts. The transformation that happens in the inner man, the transformation that happens in our relationship with God and the transformation that happens in our behavior. Let's talk about the transformation that happens in the inner man first of all. The first thing that happens is that our sins are forgiven. When we receive Christ, when we invite him in, when we ask him to forgive our sins, he's faithful to forgive us. And all of our past is done away with all of our guilt and shame. God said, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are as scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. What a great thing to have our sins blotted out by the blood of the lamb. The second thing that happens is that we are given eternity. This is not just the length of life. In a recent show called The Good Place, there are people through a complicated mess that make their way into heaven. They live so long that they are either bored or overly satisfied and they finally walk off and, 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 and end their lives. They walk off into annihilation uh, because they don't want to live anymore. They're satisfied with what they've had. That's not heaven. Heaven is not just eternity, eternal days. Heaven is fullness of joy, fullness of a relationship with God, fullness of peace. It's, it's living as God wants us to live in an amazing way that we will embrace eternity forever. The third thing that changes is that in the inner man, we now have a relationship with Christ. Jesus said, if you love me, I and my father will come and live with you. That's John 14, 23. And we're told that we're gonna be given the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. David said, where can I go to escape the presence of God? For us, Jesus is with us everywhere. We are in him and he is in us. We now have him with us every place that we go. No wonder the Bible says that we are to pray without ceasing. I think that even our thinking 
is to be towards God. The fourth thing that changes, and this happens simultaneously with salvation. We get saved and we want to change. When we get saved, we want to know God. And because we want to know God, we turn away from our old life. This is repentance. And people argue, scholars argue, does repentance happen right before salvation? Or does salvation happen and then repentance? It may be simultaneously that we get saved and turn. We are pivoting. You're pivoting away from the world and to Christ. No wonder they have trouble figuring out exactly when repentance happens. Repentance means to change. You are no longer heading one way, but you are turning around and heading another way. And when we turn to Christ, we are repenting and we are no longer living that life that we used to live. We don't do that to get saved. This is where people turn repentance into works. It's a pivot when we commit our lives to Christ and that changes the inner man. Now, what changes in our relationship to God? First of all, we start to live by faith. And why does that affect our relationship with God? Because when you walk in faith, you believe what God said. We've been looking to our heart. We've been looking inside. We've been trying to get counsel from people that are in the world, friends, family. Maybe they're qualified to give counsel in areas and maybe not. But now what we have for life and godliness is God's word. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when we have a relationship with him, we start to live for him. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, is profitable for reproof, correction, and doctrine, that the man of God would be thoroughly equipped, lacking in nothing. So by faith, we begin to do the things God wants us to do. The next thing that changes in our relationship with God is that we become his child. Not everyone in the world is God's child. The Bible says in John 1.12 that as many as receive him, he gives the right to become a child of God who believe in his name. And therefore, when we are saved, we are now adopted into the family of God. And so Jesus teaches us to pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We now have a Father who is in heaven. He sees eternity. He sees the eternal perspective. He sees the temporary. He sees what we're going through. He's able to help us to make good and solid decisions because he cares for us deeply. The third thing that changes in our relationship with God has to do with the Holy Spirit. Now that the Holy Spirit is in us and we have come to Christ, the Bible says that out of us gush torrents of living water and we're told that that's the Holy Spirit. Everywhere we go, because we are now living for him, the Holy Spirit is flowing out of us and we are affecting the world around us. The fourth thing that happens in our relationship with God is that we begin to become like God. The Bible says be an imitator of Christ. And we do this by the Holy Spirit coming inside of us. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We are now living those things by the power of the Spirit inside of us. And the more we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And if we delight ourselves in God, he'll give us the desires of our hearts. The final thing that I want us to look at is how this changes our behavior. When we come to Christ, we start to act differently. First of all, because we want to do what God wants us to do. We want to follow his commandments. When we are genuinely born again, we want to be obedient to God. If you say, well, I've been born again, but I don't do what God wants me to do, then you don't know for sure that you've made a commitment to him. When you make a commitment, you want to do it. It doesn't mean you always do it. 
Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. John said, if you say you love God, but you don't keep his commandments, you're lying. So we at least want to. It's our desire to. And that desire transforms our behavior. The second way in which it changes our behavior is that we suddenly have a desire to help those who are poor and needy. It's not that we didn't have it before, but it's heightened in Christians. And it's something that we end up doing. At the end of the book of Matthew, Jesus divides the sheep from the goats. He says, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was sick and in prison and you visited me. I was naked and you clothed me. And we say, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you naked? When did we see you thirsty, sick, and in prison and help you? And he says, when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me, enter into the joy of the Lord. He's not saying that we do these things to get saved. They are a sign of what saved people do. We want to help people because Jesus has helped us. And the Bible says that if you give a glass of water in the name of Christ, that you will not lose your reward. And so suddenly we find ourselves looking around us and wanting to help the people around us. This is one of the transformations in our behavior. The third is that we become ambassadors of Christ. What an amazing thing. The Bible says you are his ambassador as if you are imploring people to come to God. You represent him everywhere you go. The Bible says you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Jesus said that the gates of hell will not prevail against us. And so we represent him. That's a radical change in our behavior. Whatever you were doing before, whatever you were living for, however you were doing it, now you are his ambassador. Not only that, we are given the Holy Spirit that we would be witnesses for him. Jesus said in Acts 1.8, wait in Jerusalem and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. This isn't pressure on you to go out and be a good witness. It's an empowering to be that witness. And as doors open, you're sharing Christ. And like Lydia in Philippi, that God opened up her heart to believe the things that Paul has said, God will open up the hearts of people that you are shining for Christ around, that you are sharing Christ with. We become his ambassadors. And that's an amazing change in behavior. And God begins to bless us. Remember, the Bible says one man sows, another man waters, and God gives the increase. Finally, let me just say that we need to avoid rebellion. The Bible says to obey is better than sacrifice. To do what God wants is better than coming in later on and saying, God, I'll give you whatever if you forgive me. And then it goes on to say, and rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That is to say, I don't want to do what God wants me to do. I want to live my own life. I want to live for myself. I, I want to do this thing is like the sin of witchcraft. So repent from that rebellion. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and walk in the transforming power of God in your lives. God bless you.